Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of The Quarantined Crossing Swords. I'm Andrew. And I'm forced into a position where we must do this from a distance. And I haven't been able to come up with my witty repertoire of, of openings, despite previous well, What the I fuck are you doing while locked down, Jay? A lot of wanking. And also, you've claimed you've got lists and lists of different intros for yourself. I know, but I, I spunked over a lot of them. So quite frankly, what you've done is, is, we all know is that. you've let the people down yet again. Yeah, but I had a good time doing it, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, you're not upset. I'm not upset. You know, I had fun. It was a good couple of minutes. It was worth it. <laughs> right, so Jake, what are we talking about this week? Do you know what? I always feel you couldn't be more patronising when I'm doing when it's when I've had an idea. You couldn't be more insulting if you tried. But I have. Well, had I, I aim to please. We're on. We're on. You missed the mark by quite some distance. But look, well, we're all on other lockdown. people, not you. I'm not aiming to please you. <laughs> we're all in quarantine, and the question is, what the fuck? Well, we're not all in quarantine. One of us is in quarantine. I'm not. I still have to go to work. Yeah. Um, don't have sympathy, though. Fuck him. Well, I'm what they call a key worker. He is. He's got it tattooed on his penis, just so everyone knows. Well, no, I wouldn't put it there. That's a very low traffic zone down there. Not a lot of people <laughs> would see it, so... You feel it's number higher? I put it on before. Or lower? Yeah, no, that's that's smart. Just key worker. Everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. So you don't have to, because right now I imagine it's quite tiring walking past everyone going, key worker, key worker, I'm a key worker, guys. Move out well, of the exactly. way, key worker. And I'll tell you what, I genuinely had um, my first day going back to work during all of this. I was stood at a bus garage having a cigarette. Literally, I'm one of the only people about. And then one bloke is trying to light a cigarette. And I, and I can see him struggling and it's windy and I'm thinking, he's going to come over here and ask to use mine. And I was like, please don't be that stupid. And sure enough, the silly prick came over and asked to use my lighter. And I was just <laughs> like, mate, no. You just, this is not a time for sharing. No, exactly. If anything, this time is when sharing isn't caring. Selfishness is caring. Well, exactly. And he gave me this look of like, what do you mean, no? Well, your druggies are meant to stick together even in, even in tough times. Yeah, but he looked like a dirty druggie, and that's just not my cup of tea. You're more clean-cut, yeah, self-respecting. I want a high-functioning high druggie, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't I mind. That. I, I don't that. mind people doing cocaine and meth and whatever else, but you make sure you, you want look more clean and tidy. Eighties Wall Street businessman junkie. Precisely. I'm Pins thinking Matthew McConaughey suit. in uh, Wolf of Wall Street sort of drunk. And do you druggie. think? Do you think that's why? They wore the pinstripe suit is so you could hide the sort of cocaine lines. I'd imagine so, yeah. Help like it sneak one on there bit. and just have a little. Yeah, well, that's exactly. quite clever. Yeah. That's not, they didn't get to the top without nothing for nothing, you know. Plus, they had pockets, and as we know, pockets are useful. Oh, pockets are, yeah, we love pockets. Huge fan of pockets. But the question is what are you filling your pockets with during this? No, that's a terrible link, even by my standards. And I have some low standards. That was pretty poor. Let's, um, anyway, yeah, it was really bad. Let's, um, well, look, we're all on lockdown. 
So now is the perfect time to do all those things that we've always wanted to do. Uh, and one of the things that for me, I definitely saw as an opportunity to do is I have, like I'm sure many people have, um, a list of films, shows, things that I want to watch. Generally, they're things that people have recommended. They go at the bottom of the list because I ultimately don't like most people. And I, you know, if you've recommended <laughs> Do you it, know you're not going to like what they like? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. It goes on there, but, you know, right at the bottom of the list. But um, yeah. you see stuff, you see trailers, you see people talking about things, critics raving about things, and you think, all right, I'll check it out. But what I find is that no one's list ever gets smaller. No one ever crosses anything off their list. No, it only ever gets bigger. And so the question is, do we actually really want to watch these shows on that list? Uh, I think it's like an ideal world, isn't it? Like, oh, when I've got time, I'll do this. When I've got time, I'll watch that, you know. Um, but right now, people have got the time. Yeah, I have been off now for a week. Yeah, and how I many have of your worked. films and TV if you want None. to watch? <laughs> Absolutely zero. <laughs> Fair enough. I think the Absolutely problem is zero. everyone works, or the majority of people work so much now that I think this first week in particular, people are just like, fuck, I ain't doing anything. And I think that includes, yeah. like, just, I think they literally have just been sat in front of a TV watching whatever's on. I don't think there's been this any. This morning, that's people. still on. Yeah. Um, so I. I and then probably I've seen like a lot of people saying that they're doing housework and cleaning and, you know, getting rid of shit that they've wanted to get rid of for ages. So I think, I, I think it's either gone people are literally yeah, can, doing can nothing just, or they're keeping busy. Can I just tangent off something there that you, that you mentioned there? Because mm. something really bothered me this week. So I've, I've been ferrying me mother to and from work. Okay. She yeah. started a new job. Um, and it is a key, you know, it is in a key role or in a key industry. But um, I saw a load of, of um, and I'm going to do air quotes, donations piled up in the Oxfam on Carshorton High Street. Oh, now, yeah. what really bothers me about that is you know full well that not only is it not going to get sought through, no one's even there to take it inside. No. So leaving it there is, as far as I'm concerned, fly tipping. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know full well that that's not going to go anywhere other than on that doorstep. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, you should be liable to be prosecuted by the council. I think it's dirty. The idea of just thinking, I someone else's problem, isn't it? I don't want it. I don't want it here. Get it I there. Think, I think also, though, people do have a sort of warped idea of what's going on at the moment. So, like, people suddenly think that overnight all shops are filling and staff are in every store every night doing work to make sure it's ready for the next day. And that's just not happening. Um, so I no. think genuinely people are probably stupid enough to think that Oxfam workers are going in overnight and sorting the place out. I will give credit to Oxfam. I tweeted about the incident. Oxfam contacted me, asked which store it was so on and so forth and you know they said i don't you know we're not sure anything can be done but maybe we'll try and make it clearer in the communication and i was like it's just people being people like yeah, i've yeah. done enough charity shops to know that i've seen people being asked 
don't leave things there. We don't accept this item. If you donate something, bring it in store and show it to staff and people will just dump all un- unwanted items outside and fuck off. Yeah. It's just people being people. But I drove back past. So that happened yesterday as point of recording. Drove back past this morning. Cleared. Okay. So they've contacted someone and, and got it gone. Well, they probably got the council to clear it, I'd imagine. Yeah. Probably, because <laughs> no one's in. You can't just do that. No, and like you say, it is stupid, especially considering everyone should be on lockdown. But then that also makes me think about what's been really bothering me at work so far this week, is if you were to look at what people are actually coming out to buy, um, yeah. none of it's essential. Absolutely none of it. Oh, most, God, of it's, no. most of it's what I would call top-up shopping that you would do on your way home from work or something like that. It's not something you should be doing during a lockdown. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a bottle of wine or a you know some snacky bits or yeah shit like that yeah yeah no, and, and i send this i've said this probably three or four times in the last week every day feels like a sunday there are fewer people but there aren't no people no do you know what they're not all going to the shops or to the pharmacies or out on their walks or whatever people are just out yeah and people aren't going out on their walks are just like i always take a wander down the high street see what's open see what we can it's like no that's literally the opposite of what you're meant to be doing exactly stay away from people and, and also I, I, do, I don't think people have grasped the concept of only go out once a day i think they've taken no. the list of things you're allowed to go out for and gone and once for each yeah Rather than, yeah. no, so say for example, you want to go for a jog and get some shopping, you jog to the shops. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, both. It's not, oh, I'm going to go for a jog and then afterwards I'll go out to get my shopping. It's, you know, you need to sort of hit multiple things at once. Yeah, I mean, I'm not watching the news as much these days. Um, well, to be honest, at the should. moment, it's just all on repeat, pretty much, day but, by day. You know, the, the the death rate is going up. It's it, we're, we're currently at a point of recording about, in this country alone, around about 300, 350 people are dying a day. Yeah. From this disease alone. Yeah. I don't know how people are yet to grasp the severity of it. I really don't. I can't get my head around that. Well, the thing is, everyone, and this is the problem, has a thought of... Um, Oh well, you know, if I if it it's only going to be me. Do you know what I mean? They're not think like everyone's thinking. Yeah. Oh, I can quickly pop out. You know, I'm it's not. The, it's the person who. It's the person who thinks, on on the first release of a new product, I'm going to get down there first thing in the morning. I'll be the only one there. Yeah, and they I'll think they're the only out, one to mine. think it. Um, no, and what you realise is there's a queue a mile and a half long because everyone's had the same fucking thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I, the same principle. Yeah, and everyone thinks they're the exception to every rule. Um, it's the amount yes. of customers I've had to refuse buying more than two of each product, and they're like, "Yeah, but I've got kids to feed," and it's like, "Look, so does everyone else." You know, I, yeah, I, I, can't... I must admit, there was a, an incident in in my local shop a couple of weeks ago, and I apologise for the background noise if there is any coming through. I did hear you know, it. You make me sick. It's, it's very, it's very difficult not to in this time. You know, look, we don't have the beautiful, pristine sound of the studio that often falls apart on us. We're limited to this. We are. But this is it. Look, um, you know, 
I could, I mean. So you, you know, were saying about a local incident? Yes, yeah, sorry. Well, there was a there was a woman in front of the shops the other day. Uh, I'm only hearing about it. I wasn't there. Um, apparently, had like a sh- about eight packs of mints. No, no, it's a bit harsh. It's about five or six packs of mints. Well, it's not particularly harsh. You've only increased it slightly. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like you went. She and, um, had all the mints the shop had. <laughs> no, but the, the the my my issue was with I I did feel a little bit like uh, torn because the shop the 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 the, the till operator had said um, oh, I need to ask my manager about this, but then served her and let her go through, and his manager was like, oh yeah, no, that's too many. You can't let them. You know, it's 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 three of three of everything, two of the essentials kind of, you know, toilet paper, stuff like that. But he was like, it's three of everything and that includes that mint. Now, what bothered me was I was like, if you're curious enough to question it, at least wait to the answer before you serve them. Well, I have two issues with that story. The first one is that's poor communication from the team at that local store, whatever company it is. Yes. Um, Also... Well, I have another issue with it as well. That cashier is thick as shit. Um, and third, that person will also know what they're doing is wrong because yeah. this isn't this isn't a new thing now. Um, the sort of rationing of what you can buy has been in place for nearly three weeks, um, and yeah. no one and no one's living under a rock at the moment. Everyone knows what's going on. Um, so, I bet Wayne Hennessy doesn't know. <laughs> Why well, he doesn't know about the Nazis? Doesn't know about the Nazis. He's been educated since then. He definitely doesn't know about Corona. If he didn't know about the Nazis, uh, I mean, you know, not to put it back. Who, who genuinely sat on that panel and and could honestly say, I don't think this lad actually has heard of the Nazis. <laughs> well, th- my problem was was that that was his defence. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and that the Palace board were like, Do you know what? That's got legs on it. That has. <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous they might believe it <laughs> it's just so crazy it might work <laughs> well that's the thing it's like when uh, in one of the Sherlock Holmes films where he's like don't you think that's a bit over the top and he's like it's so overt it's covert <laughs> <laughs> I mean just who I want to I want to meet the panel I want to talk to whoever the fuck was on that panel that was well, able yeah, to yeah, be I think he's being legit here this school system i mean he's welsh they might have thought maybe the school system in wales isn't quite up to snuff and perhaps they didn't cover the nazis you know maybe that was only defense they were like where was he born wales yeah probably not fair enough yeah Move on, son. go on <laughs> liverpool no absolutely scamp. not <laughs> <laughs> what north of birmingham no forget it <laughs> probably doesn't know anything scotland they can't even count <laughs> Well, I like that. We've now done everything, everything north of sort of Milton Keynes, really. We've just Basically, we're saying anything like outside it. of London, there might as well be yeah. people banging rocks together. You know, it's just... Yeah, I'd even go as far as Hertfordshire. You're thick as shit. Just yeah. know that. Yeah, I think that's fair. So we've mugged off the entire think... country. More or less, but not the important part, which is down here. Yeah, but then, to be honest, there's a lot of thick people around here, so... Oh, don't I know it? Fucking don't I know it. I mean, you're going to have to deal with most of them now. Oh, mate, I had an argument with a grown man about Pano chocolates. You know, it's just, 
I was just like, is this oh, yes, actually tell, happening? Share this story. Share this story. Oh, basically, um, I'm in the office at work and someone calls me to the till. This guy wanted to buy four individual pano chocolates that we sell in our sh- in our store that we bake every day. And uh, this sign, this is what bothers me. I deliberately, before I went on holiday, put signs up on every section around the entire store to say how many you were allowed from each section. Each and at the box, moment, yeah. every, every single one, it says two. And he was like, well, don't talk to me about fairness. And I was like, what do you want about fairness? You're the one who wants to buy more than he's allowed. Um, and it, and he, he just, he then started eyeing me up and down. And I was like, don't eye me up, mate. <laughs> and then he started swearing at me. And I just kept saying, have a nice day, sir. Have a nice day, sir. <laughs> And I said, you, you said that to him knowing full well that a man with only two pound of chocolates cannot have a nice day. Do you know what? Fuck him. He's, I actually said to him at one point, you have two options. Either you accept what I've said and you buy what you're allowed to buy or you can leave. Oh, you're around none. Yeah. yeah. Um, and funnily enough, he bought Curious. what he did could. He did he buy two? He did yes, buy two. he did. He was like, I'm buying them for someone else. And I was like, well, then they can come and get them. Unless they can't, in which case you're really cruel. They're well, no, but I would then say a pan of chocolate isn't an essential. <laughs> Unless she's allergic to everything. No, no, there is no way around it. No. It's not an essential. Um, it's a luxury. Yeah. Yeah, anything French is a luxury. The French have never made anything essential in their lives. No. I figured if you've done the North, I'll take down the South and we'll just <laughs> mug everyone off. Don't even get me started on those fucking eye ties. <laughs> <laughs> but damn sweets. <laughs> damn too. Damn too. Right, so what were we talking about before all of this? Before oh, way before. And... We were talking about, about, well, I was talking about how I have this list of films and TV shows that just the way it grows and never gets smaller. And how the fuck did we get to slagging off most of Europe? <laughs> Quite easily. I'm only ever about two steps away from slagging off Europe. <laughs> As a firm Brexit. But funnily, no, but you're not though. You're a Remainer. That's the hilarious <laughs> part. Um, so yeah, so do you want to give a rundown of the sort of films that are on your list? or? Well, they range really. Some of them are quite, um, you know, cult classics, sort of like Interview with a Vampire is on there. I've never seen... Micho Black really? is one of the ones that Interview of a Vampire yeah. is a brilliant film. Very slow. And I would, but yeah, I would, but yeah, I would say that about not all, but certainly the earlier Tarantino films. To you, yeah, but that it's not a case of, and I suppose it would be the same for you that I don't want to watch them. I suppose they're just not films that are like readily available. If they if they were on like Netflix or something, I might sit and watch. I'll them. tell you what it is as well. Is it sometimes you're just you're in the mood for it or you're not in the mood for it. Yeah, and I tend to find like when I finish work or I'm just trying to chill out, I don't, I very rarely spend time like actually sat down just watching a film to watch a film. Um, So like I'll normally be doing something else while I watch something. So I try and find things that I don't have to pay full attention to, but can still enjoy. Yeah, and like TV show, I mean, I, I, I got into, I'm not got into, I watched the first episode of Killing Eve about okay. a week ago whenever yeah. it was because it was on the BBC they're running them like once a week two episodes back to back 
um and i was like oh yeah go on i'll check it out and it was all right like it was the first episode was good it wasn't brilliant but you can easily see why jodie coma and the villanelle character is much loved she's brilliant in it yeah and the character is brilliantly written however i have not watched another episode apart from the first part <laughs> i have been off the whole time i've had nothing to do but i just haven't got around to it no that's fair enough i mean i watched um First, I watched a show on Netflix called uh, The Medici. Okay. Um, and the first season was quite good, actually. Um, and then the second season is a completely separate storyline, 20 years in the future. And and, I, and like you had completely new characters and actors. And I was like, no, I've just invested all my time in one season yeah. to then have the entire thing change in the second. So that pissed me off. But I've now gone on to Downton Abbey because it's all on Prime I mean sure why not how are you finding it it's actually really good <laughs> I really didn't want to like it um, and like there was one character like the moment I saw him I was like guaranteed pervert and he wasn't and I felt really bad for judging him and I really like him now Ah, you've grown to love them yeah, no, and actually, to be fair, like, you do find just, like, nothing's happening, really, but, like, you're completely engaged with all of it. But let me ask you this, was that on your list, or was it just something you chanced upon and thought, okay, I'll give it a go? It was something, like, a bit like you people kept recommending to me, and I was like, I just don't see the appeal, you know, about a bunch of yeah. poshos and their servants, and... And I thought, well, I watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, this has got legs. And then I, and now I think I'm See on episode goes. six. So, um, how so, many yeah. episodes are there in a season? Because that I, is a big problem. I, I, I actually don't know. I think it's BBC, isn't it? So it's not going to be a I huge amount. No, it's all right. I think they're probably going to be yeah. around 12, 13 episodes, I imagine. Because that plays a huge thing for me because I think because I was such a, a fan of like or I really wanted to be a fan of the the the, the superhero TV shows in the last sort of like five or six years that started from Arrow, but I was burnt by the fact that they're like twenty fucking two twenty four episodes yeah, long. Yeah, it, so um, it becomes such a it becomes such a like a job to sit and watch them. Yeah. It does, and then what they'll do is in each filler episode, they'll drop like one bit of information, and you're like, oh, well, I can't skip it because now I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I don't know what this character is or what this yeah. thing is. Um, and it became a drag. And then, but you know, for me, you look at shows like, and we've sort of touched on this before, but you look at shows like The Sopranos and Breaking Bad um, of that genre, of, of a similar kind of dramatic genre. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're 13 episodes. You know, the last episode of the mm. season of Sopranos was like a double, so it was like 20 episodes, but it was split as if it was two seasons. Yeah. And you look at things like The Walking Dead 16, it's a bit much, but you can just about get away with it. But yeah. like 20 is just ridiculous. It's way too many, so I do kind of get burnt by that. But that's why I like something like, you know... So, so one of the shows that was on my list, actually, that I did watch, and I am up to date with, is Line of Duty. Okay. Um, I watched it, and I'll tell you where I get a lot of my recommendations <laughs> through Gogglebox. Oh Jesus, so I can't stand that I'll show. Watch, I'll watch these guys watching stuff, and then based on the snippets that I see and their reactions to it, not all their reactions, by the way. There's a couple of families that I trust. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, if they like it, they've, uh, right, they've earned good. your uh, value of their opinion. 
Yeah, like there's some families where you're like, fucking, they'll like any old shit. You put it on telly and they'll like it. They're like the Channel 5 family. Oh, there is no such thing as a bad program. <laughs> but the ones that I trust, I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. And Line of Duty is one of those. They kept watching it and I was like, ah, it does look pretty good. I've got to admit the, the bits that I've seen and the ones that I trust are really, really hooked on it and stuff. But the, where I watched it, perhaps I shouldn't admit this publicly, was at work. I was... In, a sh- in, a, in one of our shops where it's a one-man shop and it is dead as fuck. So I got in at like, you know, half eight or whatever. Foolishly did most of the jobs for the day. And then by about quarter past nine, I was just sitting there bored and no one was coming in or out. So I was like, well, I'm going like, to watch Nine and yeah, and I'll get out man. of my phone and I'll sit there. And then, you know, if anyone came in the shop, I'd pause it, take my headphones out. But other than that, I'd just sit there and watch it. And I honestly, I got cooked and I watched the first sort of like two or three episodes like that in the shop. I think we've all done that at some point. Yeah. Not necessarily Line of Duty, but something. But then, you know, Line of Duty, the other one. See, this is what this is what puts me off as well is things like so Jed Mercurio, who's who's sort of the, the, the force behind Line of Duty, was also the, the man behind um, the Bodyguard. I don't know if you remember that a couple of years ago with. Um, oh Richard yeah, Madden Richard Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I liked that. I thought that was a really good show. My understanding of it though was that the story's very much ended. Yeah, it was a one season. And then, but then there was talk of a second season. Well, and yeah. I was like, well, don't do, you're just doing it for the sake of it, surely. Well, I think it's like a lot of things. They don't expect it to be as successful as it is. And then yeah. they're like, oh, we're on to something here. Yeah, and it, but, you know, you run the risk of, you know, just by trying to continue the story, turning it into something that it's not. Mm. And then losing the fan base that you had from the first one. Right, so one of the things you wanted to talk about was the fact that we have these lists of films and TV we want to watch, but we don't watch them. So for you, what's the reason you haven't watched any of them this week? I'll tell you you what it is. First of all, and it's it's the the problem of the list itself is, you know, what do I pick from here? (laughs) You know, if I sit down and I'm like, I'm going to watch one of these movies... Hmm. and I sort of bring up the list mentally kind of thing, and I'm like, which one though? What one am I in the mood for? And do you know what? I think we all do it. You just end up reverting to something that you already know, and you can just put on as almost like background noise. Hmm. Or maybe what we can suggest to yourself and to listeners is that perhaps they pick 10 movies at random that they want to watch out of their head, write them down on a piece of paper, mix them all together, and whichever one you pick out, that's the film you're going to watch. Yeah, I think that's not a bad suggestion. And you could do the same thing with a TV show. So um, I think if the whole country does that, we'll have a lot less people going out. Yeah, well, that's that's a big part of it as well, where most people should be working their way through these lists. They're actually wandering about town, spreading disease. Well, like the first day I went out to work during the lockdown, it was a Sunday and it was really quiet um but i've noticed it getting busier every day since yeah Um, yeah like i said i mean i went i looked this morning it felt like a sunday but then again it was about half nine that i was out so give it by lunchtime well yeah exactly and the first day of lockdown i remember being 
on Facebook and seeing a photo of one of our local high streets. And you wouldn't thought it was a fucking lockdown. No, well, do you know what? I, I took a wander down to the high street the other day as part of my exercise app because I'll, you know, I'll admit it was for a little top-up shop, but I wasn't going to... Mm. I, I was literally only basing it based on... I walked down to one of the local shops and I just sort of looked in and was like, if there's no queue and there's no... You know, I'm not gonna, at risk of stepping on someone's toes. I'll nip in and grab a couple of bits. Mm. Um but yeah, like the high, and, and luckily that the, the sh- that particular shop was empty. But um, man, the high street was packed. Yeah, like it just—it was just a normal day. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make. And this any is sense. the problem. The reason our death rate is as high as it is, is because people aren't listening to it, aren't listening to what they're told to yeah, do. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn in two minds because part of me wants to sort of calm everyone down and and reassure everyone that actually the reason that our death rate and Italy's death rate in particular is so I'm not belittling it. There are a lot of people have died from this disease. Yeah. You know, the number, the number of, the number of deaths speaks for itself that you can't muddle that with any kind of mass. That is, you know, 1500, 6,000 people, 5,000 people have died from this disease in each country. Yeah. But the actual percentage of people who contract the disease to people who die from the disease, part of me wants to tell people that actually it's, it's very muddled because in our country, in Italy in particular, as I said, the only people that are being tested are the ones that are entering into the critical phase. Yeah. So it's only the ones that are going towards death that are actually being tested for the disease. So as far as we're concerned... Which yeah, is a bit mad, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, there's been a lot, of, a lot of talk about promising of tests and more testing and stuff. But, you know, we're a while away from that yet. I've yet to see any evidence of that coming in. Um, by the way, can we just give a shout out? Because, you know, I love a good shout out to a, a Donald Trump tweet. Oh, yeah, go on. <clears throat> where last week, despite the fact that, um, first of all, he's been brilliant, by the way. He's promised us that it will be over in three months um, not just dying down like every other country is saying over like it'll be done he <laughs> promised he literally he said we're, we're shipping millions and millions of, of protective equipment to hospitals and stuff cut immediately to the hospitals two days later and like we've had nothing like we're using the same masks three four five days in a row yeah um but the the best one was he tweeted about how um and it's like are you deluded i mean i know it's a bad state of affairs when we go well at least at least our prime minister isn't that bad it's not a great sign but he genuinely tweeted that to say that um to point out to everyone that his uh corona address you know at that point he, what would have been his latest corona address had as many um viewers as the bachelor final as the finale of the bachelor and he's like what so, the you know, fuck has that popular, got to do with it's like, what is actually wrong with you like don't worry guys everyone's dying but my tv ratings are through the fucking roof Obama <laughs> never touched this like what relevance does that have I don't, I don't <laughs> none absolutely none and it's brilliant and i love it and, and like not in a good way i love it <laughs> but like can you just imagine like being a person in their country people are 
getting the disease left, right, and centre. And he's like, it's all good, guys. I'm beating the fucking bachelor. <laughs> the real question is, as well, is do you think people told him, because they know it feeds his ego and he likes it, that this is your viewership? Or do you think he asked? Do you think they were like, sir, we need to do something because millions so, of people are dying? Got his, and he was like, who watched? <laughs> How many people? I guarantee I have the best numbers. Trust me, I know. They're the <laughs> I best. bet they're not even the best numbers as well. He's full of such shit and he gets fed such fake news. Like, I bet he wasn't even better than The Bachelor. No, that's the thing. I can imagine, like, in a press conference, someone's going, Mr. Trump, you claimed your viewership numbers for your press briefings are doing as good, if not better, numbers than The Bachelor final. In fact, you've got half the amount of viewers. Excuse me. <laughs> That's fake news. Totally wrong. Trust That's... me, I know. Nobody like, does wrong what like goes, I do. What goes through your head when you're like, do you know what? I'm going to fucking let the world know. Like, it's not just enough for your ego. You've got to tell the whole world. Well, yeah, exactly. People... When you're supposed to be making people feel calm about the situation. Yeah, also, your your target audience is, is Americans. They know loads of people watched it. They were the fucking ones watching it. Like, what is the point? It doesn't make any sense. Also, like, I know this is this goes this should go without saying, but you're you're addressing people, giving people an update in a life or death crisis. The bachelor is not doing that. The bachelor <laughs> is not as important as that. Maybe he feels like he's lifting their spirits. So I just <laughs> I, I I can just picture like he's in the situation room and you thought like people go sir the country's falling apart there's people dying everywhere and he's like but what are my numbers <laughs> how are my approvals i'm not sure this man's prepared to lead uh, excuse me okay more people watch me than watch the bachelor okay <laughs> i'm very popular me, i know <laughs> i'm ready to lead the people trust me. There's something wrong with him. And we all knew yeah. that. That's not that's not news. That's not news. What is news is that Michael Gove announced last week that um, should Boris's condition worsen, in his own words, Dominic Raab would step up and be take oh, charge. Jesus. What are your views on that? I mean, when you told me that the other day, I genuinely was like, I don't know what I'd do if I found out. Even it's just on temporary PM, I... I the damage that man could do. <laughs> I mean, it's like as if we're not suffering enough. Yeah, put a man in charge who basically doesn't like disabled people, anyone really, other than himself. He doesn't like. Um, yeah, I mean, you can imagine you can imagine him standing on the on the platform, uh, not on the platform, on the runway for for the old plane that, that took off during the windrush scandal, being like, "Are there any seats for wheelchair people? We need to get some of these cunts on board." <laughs> Yeah, and make them drag themselves up the stairs. There ain't no <laughs> lift for them. You get up the fucking stairs, get on that plane and fuck off out of the country. Yeah. But, sir, I'm in a wheelchair. He's like, make it work. Like, can you not, could there not be a lift? I've seen those airports. He's like, that That's is a childish, a childish wish list. list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can yeah, genuinely see him leading times. a campaign saying, make the world less accessible. <laughs> He's he's the kind of guy that would be like, do you know what? The, 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 you know, everyone needs to stay at home. Apart from the following groups, you can go out and you can die. 
you know, if if the following groups were to fall ill, so be it. Yeah. God what the country you. needs to go forward. Because we fucking won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, worrying times. Very worrying times. And I never God, thought... God, I never thought I'd say this, but... Never thought... But God, I hope Boris gets better. Oh, I really hope Boris survives this. <laughs> yeah. Who'd have thought I'd want Boris in charge? I mean, relative. It's all relative. Yeah. Let me well, ask you a question. That. Would you rather I know have... You can ask, I was about to ask... I was about to ask you the same question. Would Go you ahead. rather have Corbyn or Boris at the moment? No, Corb- Corbyn. I've said, I've said from the start, I, I, Corbyn is not a leader. He's not. He's he. He's the politician that comes in and tells you everything that the last government did was wrong. He's he's not the one making temporary hospitals. He's the one telling you if the Tories hadn't cut hospitals. We'd be like, all right, that right help us. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help us now, though, does it, Jezza? <laughs> what are you going to do about it now? He's like, well, the t- fucking never mind what I'm going to do about it. What the Tories did about it. What do you think? I mean, for me, I think, like I said in the previous pod, I don't think anyone in Boris's shoes could necessarily do a better job. I don't think there's any way to necessarily come out of this situation completely unscathed. Um, there's always going to be people that think, oh, he could have done this, he could have done that. The truth is, um, as I was saying to customers yesterday, there's no direct and perfect solution to any of this. We're just doing what we can until it's all done. Here's Um, here's the thing. It might be a a childish view on things, but I think it, it almost in some ways doesn't matter who's in charge because in a situation like this, you're not, it's not about making policies for the country going forward or whatever. It, obviously, it is a it's little just bit, surviving. It's about what do the medical experts say? Yeah. What are they advising? Obviously, you know, we've, we've been big supporters of, of, of Rishi Sunak during all of this. Um, and, you know, fair enough, the Chancellor does have a job to do to keep the economy turning over. But in terms of actually who's in charge, it's literally just looking around you and saying, what what's happening guys going to you know chris witty and, and patrick valance and, and jenny harris and saying what do we do yeah and then implementing whatever they say so it almost doesn't matter it does but it doesn't if that makes sense no 100 percent. and i think what i'm disliking at the moment is i'm seeing a lot on social media people trying to make this situation political and it's look there'll be a time for all of that but it's not yeah. now uh, once right. this is over and the dust has settled and we reevaluate why we weren't able to save more lives than we have or will do, um, that discussion is for much later. I, th- I think for me at the moment, it doesn't matter who's in charge, whether it would be Conservatives or Labour, we just need to get through this and save as many lives as possible. How long do you think, once the numbers die down um, of deaths, do you think it'll be before the leader of the opposite, probably let's say the new leader of the opposition. So once it's died down enough for them to have their elections, how long before the new leader of the opposition starts suggesting that if they were in charge, fewer people would have died or hinting at it? I, I think it would be a mistake to say that because simply... Mm, but I, to I, it. 
No, but I, th- I think the statement would be false anyway because the problem is the situation the country's in in terms of its preparedness for these sorts of situations, um, the cuts have been being made for, what, the last 20 years? Um, yeah. Arguably, since before the Conservatives got back into power, Labour had started to because they were running out of money. So... I think anyone who tries to, I mean, I say that, but in today's society, who knows what people would be willing to believe. Um, But I know I wouldn't vote for someone who tried to play that angle, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'll go for that. Do you know what? I'm going to put you on the spot and try and sort of make it semi-relevant to the whole film TV thing. If all this gets turned into a film, who do you cast as Boris Johnson? Oh... The first person that came into my head, and I don't know why, was Jonah Hill. <laughs> That's um, a very different movie. Um, but I don't know why I fought Jonah Hill, to be honest. I really don't. What about you? Well, the obvious one is Gary Oldman. You know, why is he the him. obvious one? The man could play me or you. I wouldn't be surprised if... if 40 years down the line, you took off your mind and revealed that you were actually Gary Oldman all the whole time. I'd be happy with that because it means I'd have an Oscar. Oh, God, yeah. I'd be, and I'd, I'd have an Oscar-winning friend. And I'd be incredibly good for my age because he'd be, what, nearly 100 at that point? <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be young. Um, but maybe that, that's why you do it. Maybe that's why you make the review. What about Jeremy Corbyn? Who would you have played Jeremy Corbyn? Who would I have played Jeremy Corbyn? It's got to be someone who's really quite dishevelled. I mean, physically, you're looking at someone, for me, who looks like a bit like Bez from the Happy Mondays. Okay. Someone who just looks gone. Yeah. But it's really... That's a good question. To be honest... I asked it, and I, I sort of part of me expected it to come back at me, knowing full well I didn't have an answer. <laughs> I tell you what, mine would be, even though he's dead, Sir Alec Guinness. Yeah, he'd make a good. He'd play a good. Um, Jeremy Corbyn. He'd play a good Jezza. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go right. for that. Basically, you've got to go back through all the villains in history to think who played you know because the villains get annoyed with the heroes quite a lot don't they they're like oh this guy again and that's the kind of attitude that jeremy corbyn puts off a lot of the time yeah i think i mean not to go too deep into jeremy corbyn again it's well trodden ground but it's just his inability to actually be a politician um that he's just like oh i've got to deal with politics it's like, Jeremy, what about the anti like, Again, really, oh, we've dealt God, with, this. with this. Yes, I told you. <laughs> what do you mean, we're, you people, Jezza? <laughs> <laughs> God, you need to go home, take a shower. What do you mean by take a shower? All right, look, we need to calm down. <laughs> go put something in the oven, and it's like, oh no, what's like, go get a train somewhere nice. No! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm as, as upset as I was before the election that perhaps he hadn't, or that Boris had won, 
I'm actually quite glad now that see I'm never happy that I've never I've not wanted either of them to be in charge from the December election I didn't want either of them to win <laughs> but it was like okay who do I not want to lose um I mean I did want now, Corbyn to become prime minister personally just that well, now I'm in a position now I'm in a position where whilst I don't necessarily want Boris I'm quite glad Corbyn didn't win See, I don't think necessarily Corbyn would have done a bad job during this. Um, no, as we said, it would just been a matter of just listening to the, the medical advisors. And... Yeah, and I think I the only difference perhaps I think he would have made, I think he would have put us on lockdown sooner. Possibly. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's a very hard thing to put the British public on lockdown. Well, clearly, because they're not can, fucking obeying it. <laughs> but you can you can put you can put the big the big cities on lockdown. You know, London, Birmingham, Manchester, Glasgow. Um, but you can't really put anywhere else on lockdown because you know we don't have the the, the numbers, police or army. Well, yeah, that's one of the big issues. But one yeah. thing I will say, while I have been out going to and from work is every day I've seen at least one police car circling areas, checking what people are doing and why they're out. I haven't seen any police in the last um, week. I mean, I do live in a dodgier area than yourself. You, you do live in a um, So when I was walking to work the other day, there was a police car doing the rounds, um, and they sort of slowed down as if they were going to ask me what I was up to, and then I think they realised oh, no, he doesn't look dangerous and just carried on. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I like the idea that you had your like, name tag on or something and they were like, ah, it's probably important. It's probably <laughs> a key. But they saw, they saw the tattoo on your forehead. Yeah, they saw the key yeah. worker tattoo. That's the what it was. And they were like, yeah. all right, drive on by, boys. Keep um, driving. And then when I was in Croydon last night waiting for a tram to come home, there was a police car stopping people asking where they were going. Yeah, I bet. That's good, though. At least it is. Yeah, it is. is it's really easy to deceive, isn't it? It's really easy. Where are you going? Uh, home. All right. Good luck. No, well, no, I mean, but like... I, no, but I think they do ask specifics. It's not like a two-second conversation. They'll ask, where have you been? Where are you going to? If you say you're going home, right, where do you live? Um, and then they, And I've seen them say to someone, well, actually, that's the other way. Why are you walking this way? Um, well, yeah, uh, well, that doesn't account for you for being thick. Well, no, but I think the point is, if they're not convinced that you're um, following the rules, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, like for example, for employees, companies are supplying letters that said you're authorised to go to and from work. We're heading towards that state. Look, people, I just, I just don't know how people aren't getting this. I really don't. Honestly, I just think it's they don't care. They think they just don't think the rules apply to them, and I think it's as simple as that. That's no, a very typical view. I, I don't think it's um, stupidity or people not paying attention. I think it's them just not caring. No, it's a selfishness. It's a, you know, it's people going, yeah, but I can do. I'm only going to do this. You know, like, yeah, but if you're only going to do this. And the bloke next door is only going to do this. What you've got is a country that's not on lockdown. Yeah. 
Well, precisely. Um, also, I, I don't know what you think. I know they said people can go out to exercise, um, but I'm now seeing more joggers than I've ever For seen before. And it's sort of like, is. well, do you know what? That's, again, that's sort of defeating the purpose. My mum sort of summed this up for me. She was, because she's been, she went for a, a little walk a couple of times the last week or so. And she said, it's something about being told you, you, you can only go out once a day. She's like, I feel like I've got to use it. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, like some of my family that live down in Herne Bay, um, my cousin's been going for like three, three mile walks and with her dog and it's sort of like you don't have to do it and they thought like oh we're going out for our daily outing today and it's like well no no you don't have to yeah you know what i mean like no, but you it's can of, just stay in when you tell people they can't do something the first thing you want to do is that thing do you know what i mean that's that's not a new oh no thing. absolutely so but that lasted out, one day the first thing they want to do is go out like the first day after lockdown i genuinely sat there and i was like really fancy going out but then I didn't. Well, I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting away with it a little bit. I've done, or I've tried to do a couple of little repairs on the car um, that haven't gone very well because I actually, the, the bit that I ordered didn't fit. Well, for uh, me, I think as long as you well, pulled it onto your drive, I don't necessarily, I, I don't see a problem with that. I did. I had to do it in the morning because both my parents are now with my mum starting a new job they're both key workers yeah um so they are they do have they do have to go out and that's as scary as it is particularly for my mum who's working in a a and e department at a hospital and she she did not concerns as such but she did kind of say it was a bit weird adjusting because she's like there's there's coronavirus zones there's like green zone amber zones red zones she said and whilst i was only in the green zone she said people were quite frequently coming to and from the amber zones yeah and you you know it is a bit like oh hang on a minute aren't you you know is it really a green zone if you're all going in and out like that yeah. but you know we, we've got to trust the the national health service and trust that they know what they're doing in terms of protecting their staff yeah i mean one thing i wanted to talk about i mean i know we haven't really talked about what we were planning to in truth which i don't necessarily think is a bad thing no but as um, is the way as is the way but one thing that i've been thinking about and it started from having a conversation with my sister she likes is it joe wicks or tom wicks the guy that's doing the pe yeah the guy doing the on pe YouTube. lessons joe wicks yeah and yeah. Uh, she was showing me one of his videos and i said um oh, i wonder how much money he'll make off of that video and she was like what do you mean and i was like well youtubers make money off of their videos and she was like well how do you know how much if he's going to make money off it and i said is it over 10 minutes long and it was just over 11 minutes and i was like there you go and she was like well he's not doing it for the money and i said well if that was the case he'd have made it nine minutes and 59 seconds you know yeah, well, not but, it's not just it's not just the length the length increases the chances of, of getting money because you have well, no, in the it, middle. But No, no, if you do, uh, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, just from the YouTubers I've listened to, um, it's very, very unlikely that you will ever make money from a video under 10 minutes. 
interesting because I know there's a there's a, a, a channel that I follow that that the majority of their videos they will occasionally bridge the ten minute mark, but the majority of their videos are sort of six to eight minutes long. Mm. And they are self-sustaining from the YouTube money. They have a studio. They have. I am surprised by that. It must be sponsorship from their viewers, though. I'd imagine. Yeah, there is a certain sponsorship as well. But that's the thing. You you know you can get obviously yeah okay he's not going to get sponsored. You're quite right. But the more the thing is the more the more ads they put on your video, or the level of ads they put on your video, that's the the more they they'll pay you. Yeah, but um, obviously if he's getting a certain amount well, of viewership. Yeah, um, but he's going to get a lot. But my, my, my question thing... was going to be, how do you, do you think there's anything morally questionable? Now, I'm not saying necessarily for him, but I mean for anyone trying to profit off of the corona what situation. Because I, I said to my sister, like, look, I'm not saying he doesn't have good intentions, um, but I'm a true believer there's no such thing as an actual altruistic gesture. There is always... A personal motivation whether it's just you enjoy doing nice things for people you're still getting something out of it if that makes sense so I was, if, that if was... i was um if it was this pod that was doing that in that position mm. i'd do the basic maths i'd be like okay what do we need to earn to you know pay our bills basically and keep ourselves fed yeah then once we'd once we'd work that out anything over that I'd be donating to the services that need them during these times, the food banks, the the the, 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 the NHS, the you know places like that. Yeah. And I'd be donating all proceeds to that, mm. but I'd make sure we covered ourselves first. Yeah, clear. I mean to be fair, for all I know, he could be donating the money he's making. Um, How do you I'm, feel about it? Well, like I, for me. Because you can't control the money make. I know what you mean by making it under 10 minutes, but... Well, that's the thing. If it was me, and I was doing it just for the reason of so the kids have something to do when they're at home with their parents, and I wasn't interested in the money aspect of it, I would have done everything I can, including making sure it didn't go over the 10-minute mark, to make sure that it was just for that purpose, if it makes sense. Um, I was just like, well, look, he's allowed to make money. And I said, well, absolutely. But I'm also allowed to think that there is a slight ulterior motive to why he's doing it. Yeah, and it's, he's, got, he's got the bonus of, like I said, you know, programmes like This Morning and programmes like that, encouraging everyone to go and watch his channel. Well, quite. And I said to her, the thing is, it's not just about the money he'll make off of that video. It's the amount of money he will make going forward from the people that would have now watched his stuff throughout this lockdown. Yeah. Um, and like, look, maybe I'm yeah, completely wrong. And, um, and from what my sister says, no, he's a genuinely I'd, nice I'd... bloke. And I, I don't think she's wrong in that. Um, I just, I'm slightly uncomfortable with um, the attitude of, or, or uncomfortable with any money being made directly off the back of what's going on at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's a similar principle. And I know a lot of people listening, a lot of people listen, as if a lot of people listen. No, I know a lot of people listening will say it's a stretch, but it's it's not that dissimilar to corner shops who are hiking up. They're not just corner shops, but shops that are hiking up their prices. Well, yeah, exactly. Suddenly in high demand. It's taking advantage of the situation. It's where can I make money during this crisis? 
Oh, it's not even where can I make money. It's like I can make more money than I am making. So let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of what it feels like to me. It's sort of like... But then at the same time, what right do I have to say someone shouldn't seize an opportunity? It's not his fault. The coronavirus has happened and... You know, he's just doing his part in what he can to help children. And if he makes money off the back of that, it's a happy coincidence. Uh, yeah, I mean, thing you know, from it. It's, 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 I'm also because we are all, we are all at a loss in terms of finances. We are hmm. all, and if you're a celebrity, you're not. I mean, obviously, they'll be helped with the self employment thing now that that's in place. But you're, you know, you don't have an employer, generally speaking, to keep giving you money. Mm. So you are reliant on things like YouTube, on things like social influencing. You, you yeah. kind of depend on that to, to make money. And I think there's a real misconception around celebrities. I think the majority of celebrities in the world, but certainly in this country, are not financially well off. They earn about well, the certainly same as not I do. as. Um as we think they are. Um, they earn. But I am Similar quite aware of... They earn it differently. I, I think... But in terms of YouTubers, I think it's a different kettle of fish in terms of the earning potential. Um, so, like, now... With yeah, the 100%. Amount, with the amount of um, support he will get going forward for what he's done currently, he will earn far more than he's probably earned before. Yeah, he he could earn a good few hundred grand, you know, out of this. Yeah, and that's just off of YouTube. Alone. That that that's aside from TV appearances he'll go on to make and any other projects he gets invited on to because of the profile he's got now. Um, and and just to say to people out there, I'm not necessarily picking on Joe Wicks. It's I would do it for anyone. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm sure he is a lovely bloke and genuinely has good intentions i'm just trying to ask the question is and this is this is, is, is a time as well right? where, where youtubers can thrive because they're one of the only people generally speaking some do obviously depends on the way they operate and the type mm. of content they deliver but most are one of the only industry that's completely unaffected by this coronavirus because um all their content's made in their bedroom anyway, or in their house or whatever. Yeah. Yet, I mean, there are um, now, the larger ones obviously tend to, to have it. their own um, studios and stuff. Yeah, quite. But, but you know, for a majority of them, nothing's going to change in terms of the making. So they're not going to be affected in terms of the content they can put out. But what they suddenly there's more traffic because more people are at home, more people are bored. Well, exactly. And they will make more money because the advertisement will increase. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but so do you think necessarily it's wrong how much money potentially someone like Joe Wicks or anyone else doing what he's doing will make out of this situation I don't think it's wrong but I think it depends on what's being done with the money like I said once he's kind of covered his overhead so would you feel more comfortable with it if he donated whatever extra he makes from what he would normally make um, to different causes and like I said, for all I know, all. and 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 in in his defence, I haven't even looked up whether that's even been broached. But he could be doing that. I don't, I, you know, I don't know. You know, and and if he kept it all, I wouldn't begrudge him that. 
but that's not how I would do it. No, no, quite. And the thing is, like, I know people might say if they've listened to this, what's the difference between what we're doing and what he's doing? Well, there's a very simple difference. Well, One, we're yeah, not making any money. money. Um, but I suppose in t- what we're doing this um, for our listeners to give them something to listen to, particularly now yeah. that they haven't got work or or working from home and need things to keep themselves entertained or to ignore their children. Shout out to the ones with kids Um, or their partners. Shout out to the ones who have uh, miserable partners. I imagine there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of parents who where this one parent's been from young children, one parent's been at home parenting all day for the last, you know, few years while the kids have been mm. since the kids were born. And the other parent is now home all day. And the first parent is looking at them going, This is what it's like. This is what you leave me with every yeah. fucking day. And you wonder why like I'm tired when years. you get home. <laughs> wonder why um, I hate you. Well no, I think to be fair, the threat the people I know that have kids that are in quarantine are still working from home. Um yeah so they're not even doing the childcare now they're just like (laughs) (laughs) so like their partners must be like this is just fucking ridiculous (laughs) shout out to those guys and like you said shout out to the ones who have annoying partners you picked them though so fuck you guys yeah but i I think um to go probably back onto a more positive note because we'll probably start to wrap things up now as i think we're about to hit the sort of hour mark for recording is um you know i just hope more than anything i want people to be safe i want their families to be safe and i want less people to die frankly um so my personal advice be from what i've seen of people going out shopping unless you absolutely need it please don't go out um yeah i'm I would you know, say unless you're not going to be able to eat or not just, Oh, it'd be nice if we had some eggs. You know what I mean? Like I know people cast eggs as a necessity, as a necessity, but if you have enough food in the house, you know, please don't go out and buy anything. Cause otherwise what was the point of stocking up? Yeah, if you were yeah. going to, if you were going to, like, yeah, I saw in the papers, the, the like, food was waste, it, yeah. God knows how many tons of food that has um, hit, landfill because of us yeah but i would say um i'm not so much about i want fewer people to die um obviously i do but i I sort of realized that a lot of people are going to die but i'd like to really reduce it down to because there's going to be some that die uh really unnecessarily in terms of the way they catch the disease um, yeah, and also in terms of when they get the disease, are there any hospital beds available? Well, no, because such and such had a fucking house party the other week, and you know half the guests caught it. And well, I tell you what, to come back onto another negative note. Sorry, did you see the Jack Grealish thing? No. Basically, yeah, he part. did like a he did a tweet or something, and was like. Um, please fans, Villa fans, stay indoors, don't go out unless you absolutely have to. And then the next day was um, arrested for drink driving at four in the morning. He'd been at a party. Brilliant. Brilliant. And it it was just like, and then he he did like a video message on Facebook saying, I hope the fans can forgive me. It's like, you're a bellend. Yeah. (laughs) 
do you know what's really bad for the footballers right now is all their stupid shit that's getting blown up in the papers and, and putting people at risk. They yeah. can't even make people forget it by going out on the pitch and giving a great performance the next week. No. He's like, that's right. what he'd do. What he'd do is he'd now go out, play a game against, like, <laughs> fucking, I don't know, Watford or something, get yeah. two assists and a goal, and everyone would be like, oh, do you know what? He's all right, the lad. He's made some mistakes, but he's all right. Doesn't yeah. even have that. But the problem Doesn't is, like, that. Grealish has had a reputation for years now about his behaviour off the pitch. Um and like, look, I get people aboard, but it's only been a fucking week. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's it just feels what... like longer. <laughs> yeah, it's like but longer. that's but that but then I would also suggest people stop as much as possible unless you absolutely want to hear some of the information. Stop listening to the news. Yeah, I know we said it before. What it boils down to is. If everyone really hunkers down now and makes the sacrifices, and even if you think, oh, God, this is so boring, I need to go out, don't. Hunker down, make those sacrifices now. The sooner we can get all get back out and, and back to normal. The more you go, oh, I'm just going to nip out and get this, or do you know what? I need a walk and yeah, I fancy some you know, crisps or a bit of bacon or something. The longer this is going to go on and the longer it's going to be that you have to keep making those little trips and stuff. It's just, please... For the sake of everyone, just fucking stay home. Absolutely, We're I couldn't agree more. Time. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and I've actually got video evidence of us doing this via video chat at two separate locations, if anyone doubts us. I mean, I You're actually had to bro. pay... I had to pay for a new microphone for you guys to get better quality... Audio we're again. out of pocket here okay we're <coughs> out of pocket for the good of the people exactly and as you can hear i'm practically on death's door i keep coughing so for the love of god and on my life share I wonder how many listeners like, that you've come and give that subscribe probably all of them yeah probably i mean and let's be honest Jake, out the two too. of us you're probably the least of a loss because I'm the ideas man, as we know. I'm the dead weight. No, I'm the dead weight. Yeah, I did the intros and I didn't even do an intro today. Exactly. You know, so slipping. what on earth did I'm you slipping. bring today other than this Not a lot. idea that, quite frankly, we brushed past quite quickly? Not a lot. I didn't bring a lot. Um, so do you have any closing remarks before we say goodbye to our lovely listeners? I put it to you, the people... You are fucking shit up for all of us. If you see someone out, or you know someone's planning to go out for something trivial, stop them, question them, pull them up on it. We are all responsible for everything that's happening right now. People are not policing themselves, so we must police each other. And I don't mean brutally, like fly kicking each other when you see someone <laughs> heading for the fucking door. But, you know, question each if other. If it comes to that, though... Yeah, look, if you have to kill someone, you have to kill someone. That's just the way that it goes, all right? Not if I see my mum hitting someone's towards legs off. the door and she won't listen to me, I will fly kick her. No, and you're well within your rights. Yeah. Legally, I'm not so sure. But in terms of what we dictate on the pod, you're well within your rights. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but you, you, we're all responsible for each other, man. And, and I said, we've both talked about seeing each other, seeing people on the streets and stuff. I'm sure we all have. Just fucking question people, man. Just every time someone pops out, just be like, hang on, do you need that? 
Do you actually yeah. need it or do you just want it? If you see someone going out and they're going to go for a run and then go for a, go to the shops, tell them, no, no, no. Take your wallet and your bags and go run to the shops. Yeah. You know, we, we've got to encourage it amongst ourselves as well. We can't just rely on the media and the government to, to be telling us we've got to tell each other. Because, look, the, the real truth of it is if we don't follow it now, it's going to get stricter the punishments will be harsher and then you'll all be moaning going, Oh, you know, this is unfair. It's like, well, stop fucking leaving your house. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's really not that hard. No, it's not. It is it's really hard, not. but it's not. You know what I mean? It's... The thing, in reality though, it's not hard. Most of us would have given our right legs for, at some point to have some time off have of work. Have a couple of weeks and off. Not, yeah. <clears throat> and not have to feel the stress of work. So now people have it. They're not happy. So it's like just fucking get on with it there's a lot worse things in this world than having to chill at home watching netflix all day yeah oh i know look do silly shit with your family um record tiktok videos you know do silly things like make paper airplanes together i've seen i've seen a load of adverts on youtube for tiktok and they all make me not only hate tiktok but hate anyone who uses tiktok no but the thing the adverts are that bad at the moment I think particularly at the moment, it gives people something silly to do together, makes them laugh, takes up some time. Um, yeah, play game, play board games like shit. Well, yeah, they, exactly. Rediscover those bad boys. Me and my missus were talking about playing Cluedo. Like the board game or just actual Cluedo, just killing, your, killing her mum and then just sort of deciding between you who did it. <laughs> Bit of both, probably. <laughs> to see how bad it gets in the coming weeks. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I'm all right um, because I do actually get to leave the house. Um, yeah, it's a, work, big, it's a but, big bonus. But to be honest with you, I wish I didn't have to. Um, I'd far rather be staying at home where it's safe with my missus chilling out um, than having to worry about catching a disease. Yeah. Yeah, and... and on that... Yeah, you're going to see a lot of people out buying stupid shit. But yeah, as, as I say, on that... Lovely, light-hearted... Uh, rallying uh, cry of help. The final message, as the last episode, is stay the fuck at home. Uh, just stay home. It's just for the good of the people. Please. Yeah. But guys, another thing that's good for the people, liking the podcast, Listen. sharing our posts... Rating. Rating, sharing... You know what? You, share- you don't even have to... You don't even have to share our posts. You can come up with your own posts and drop a link in those posts. Exactly. Slag us off in that post. I don't mind. It's all good. Yeah. If you want to slag us off, do it. If you just want to slag one of us off, the Ideas Man, for example, do it. Well, no, they wouldn't do that because otherwise they wouldn't have a podcast if they didn't have me. Maybe they can slag you off. You're not going to stop doing this podcast because they slag you off, are they? No, you would, wouldn't you? I'm very light-skinned, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> very thin skinned and that is a bombshell to end it on yeah now alright guys and your pasty ass thin skin always it's been a pleasure um, it has been a pleasure and we will endeavour to continue to bring you this quality we well can, planned out we well thought out content it's a fluid situation but the plan is at the moment to still be to Sunday's podcast days still look forward to them Yes. All right. We love you, guys. Love you, boo boos. Bye.